Benning. Have we been cancelled yet? No, George. In fact, we're a hit. Calls and letters are pouring in. Of course we're a hit. How could we go wrong? After all, we're delivering the latest developments in global African music with live interviews, deep insights, as well as levity and humor. And of course, don't forget, lots of music because we are Planet Afropop. A production of Afropop Worldwide. Josh Collinet. Banning Air. And I'm Makwai Wabesi Way. On this edition, we'll check in with our correspondent in Lagos, Nigeria, Feifei, to see what's shaking at the center of Afrobeats music. And we'll hear Makwai's delightful interview with the all-female Mexican hip-hop group Las Hijas del Rap. Rap! <laughs> yes. But first... I gather that you two have been very busy this week. Just in case you were wondering about the quality of my voice, I actually have a little bit of a cold because I climbed Volcano Atacanango, which is like 5,000 meters above sea level. Nah, come on, you're joking. Well, that was on my way to Livingston, Guatemala, because I wanted to start to meet artists for the Gary Funa Festival that's happening in November. It's so nice that you're near that. That's wonderful. We'll, we'll take advantage of that. Yes. Waitina, Waitie, the late Andy Palacio. Good. Well, I, I was in New York City, land of traffic. Sean and I went to Central Park for this event called All Amazonia, presented by the Banco de Brasil, the Bank of Brazil, and the newly appointed Minister of Culture. Our friend Margaret Menezes was there, and Arlino Brown. Anyway, that was a wonderful event. We're going to do a whole podcast about what's going on in Brazil, because we spoke with Margaret, and we spoke with... Carlinos Brown, and then we had a wonderful interview with Emicida, so stay tuned for that. And then last night, I saw Bambino, the great Bambino guitarist from Niger at the Brooklyn Bowl, so uh, I'm a little worn out. You were busy. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to New York City. So now we'd like to welcome to the podcast our friend, co-producer, and correspondent in Lagos, Nigeria, Feifei. Feifei, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys doing? Well, much better than I would have to see you. Welcome. How's Lagos, Feifei? How's Lagos? Uh, it's been a rainy day in Lagos today. Um, the weather has been quite unpredictable. The days it says it's going to rain, it starts being sunny. And then the days it doesn't say it's going to rain, the rains come down like no man's business. I love that, no man's business. <laughs> I haven't said that in a long time. Happy to juggle <laughs> your memory. <laughs> hey, listen, Fefe, most important, where do you get the best pepper soup in Lagos these days? Oh, okay. For me, the best pepper soup comes from a place called 1504. Uh, it's not too far from me, but their pepper soup is to die for. 1504, I'll remember mm. that one. Pepper soup of what? Cow foot and goat and uh, fish? Well, my favorite is goat meat and catfish, and I can always get it there. Oh, catfish. Oh, la 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 la. Dream. 
<laughs> there he goes. He's off. He's off. <laughs> what makes it pepe soup? Pepe soup, it's pepper. But there's some vegetables in there that you can't find anywhere else but in Nigeria. Okay, so that's the thing that starts the engine, is the pepe soup. Yaman, yaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And other things too, <laughs> So, Fifi, let's talk music. What's going on musically in Lagos? Okay, um, today... Coincidentally, Lady Dolly, who's one of my favorite artists in Nigeria, dropped her sophomore album. I love her. And I was just giving it a listen before I jumped on the call. Uh, it's really good. And it's four years after she dropped the first one, which is Enjoy Your Life. But this one's called Pan-African Rockstar. So uh, get yourselves prepared to listen to some amazing music from Lady Dolly. You know easy. You know easy at all. Trying to put me in a box now I thought I told you, little mama, I'm a rock star huh? And if I vex, I feel be pop star But make I leave it to the rest, I don't think far huh? What's the point of being the best When it just goes over the heads? What's the point of doing the best When it just goes over your head? I switch the flow when I wanna I really, really wanna put myself for the honor Motherfucker, won't you please Hear me as I plead on my knees for the keys no validation trying to put myself to myself that's the problem you don't need no validation tell me what to do what to do to solve you know easy Lady Donnelly with Pan-African Rockstar, the title track from her brand new album. Feifei, tell us a little more about this album. So it's only got three features on it. Uh, Obong Jaya, The Lagos Panic, which is a band, and a Canadian artist called Pierre Quendas. I'm hearing that name for the first time. Oh, Pierre Quendas, we know him. He's Congolese. Very interesting artist, lives in Montreal. And we know that Lady Donnelly spends time in Canada, Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. So that's probably how she got hooked up with Pierre Quenders. Well, thanks for that. New music from Lady Donnelly. Fefe, I don't know if you heard our first edition uh, last week. I did. I got to learn a lot about Mukoi and how she's a princess. Thank you, sweetheart. You're a princess too. We're all princesses. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not, Georges. I'll take it. I'll take it. Anything else newsworthy on the music front in Lagos? Mm, well, there is one thing. Recently, there's a young artist who passed and the circumstances surrounding his death has been crazy. His name is Mobad. He was about 27 and there's been several street rallies and support from the music industry because it seems like he didn't die of natural causes so a lot has been going on in that scene and because of that his music has been on the charts recently a lot even yesterday on my way back from a friend's you know they had a candlelight procession for him and the streets were full with youth just protesting and wanting justice for mobad when did this happen it was on the 12th of september 
That's when he passed. That's the late Afrobeats artist Mobad with Zlatan. The song is Account Balance, one of Mobad's last recordings. There's a lot on YouTube about his mysterious death. Apparently he had an ugly dispute with his previous record label, and there were a number of violent incidents over the last year or so. The official word is that Mobad died in hospital of an ear infection, but fans are not buying it. Quite a story, Feifei. You got any happier news for us from Lagos? One more thing I'll add is the artist called Benson. He used to be called Buju. He's releasing his debut album, his one of the really strong voices in the rising Afrobeats community right now. And the album is going to be called Sincerely Benson. And it's going to drop on the 5th of October. But he's dropped a couple of singles off it and his fans are really excited. Fantastic. My skin come yellow, you say I know sappy also, I know sappy also. You were sleeping alone. I was such a writing songs and I was working double. I was working double. I see you not there for me. Carry my cross go cow for me. Celebrating my melody for me. There is one feet to see one fact, cause you know there for me. Carry my cross go cow for me. Celebrating my melody for me. There is one feet to From Nigeria, that's Benson, formerly known as Buju, with the song Pray. So Afrobeat is it, right? So there's nothing in the horizon, different, a little... George is waiting for the Afrobeat era to sunset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, there is... So there's a music movement called the Alter Music, and I don't know if you've heard any of it, but um, one of the pioneers of that would be Thames. 
Thames is uh, a very big star in the Altes scene. And there's so many artists there as well. And a lot of artists in that space are uh, mostly indie artists. So it might take them time to be really big and famous, but there's great music in that scene. Thames is getting quite a lot of attention. But what makes it Altes? What, what does that? Okay, so... Nigerian music is mostly Afrobeats, right? So that's the mainstream one that everybody knows. So anything outside of that, like maybe a little bit of rock twist to it or some R&B or just something that has maybe some Western flavor and um, Nigerian or African flavor to it, you know, that doesn't particularly sit right into what Afrobeat sounds like right now, is what falls into the Alte category. Mm. It's Alte or like alternative? Yes, it's short for alternative. Some Afrobeats artists, including Adekunle Gold, are embracing the term Afropop rather than Afrobeats. Do you read anything into that or are they just trying to distinguish themselves? There's some tracks that the artist Davido puts out and it's categorized under Afropop. I don't really think he is deliberately trying to distinguish himself. It's just when you listen to Adekunle God, especially with the way he started his career, which is doing a cover. There's a song that goes, Story of My Life. I've forgotten the artist now. Mm. But um, he did a personal cover of you know, that song using Nigerian words and um, like a Nigerian dialect as well. So he's always had his own style of Afro beats yeah. and he dresses to suit the part as well. So that's cool. There's a bit of juju music in his sound. What's that? I'm sorry. There's the fireworks in Guatemala. Oh, Makwai, fireworks in Guatemala. What's going on? Independence Day? Still. Still, <laughs> it's going on for a month. Yes, it definitely goes on for a month. Well, Feifei, it's great to be in touch with you. We want to keep this channel open so we can have more of a direct sense of what's happening in Lagos. You've got a lovely sound in your voice, really lovely. Don't you like Feifei's voice? Absolutely. Too bad this is not on television because... Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, we've got him started, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. Better call Michael. <laughs> you have to watch George Fefe. I'm, I'm warning you, you have to watch him. I'll keep an eye on him. Fefe, don't worry. I'm from Cameroon. I mean, I'm very, you know, innocent. <laughs> I don't think anybody who's innocent will say that. Well, thank you, Fefe. We'll be staying in touch. Keep on top of things and uh, have a lovely weekend. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. All you do is lie, lie, lie. Try and try You don't even know the kind of things But you try to tell me all these things Give me some time and peace I'ma need space some days And I'm just trying to do my thing And I'm just trying to get my all you need So hard to deceive from Nigeria, by way of our guest Feifei, a little Alte music from Thames. Okay, now we're going to get back at last to the interview we promised you last time with the Mexican hip-hop group Las Hijas del Rap. But quite tell us a little bit about this group and this interview. 
Las hijas del rap are from Merida, Yucatan, and they're very socially active in the Yucatan as hip-hop artists. And they're quite critical of the developments that are happening in their territory, uh, specifically the Maya train. There's basically a train that's being built as we speak that's going to connect all of southern Mexico that starts in Quintana Roo near Cancun and ends in Oaxaca on the Pacific side. It's quite controversial because the train is going over archaeological sites as well as it's going through indigenous ancestral lands. Okay, yeah, they talk about that in the interview. So these folks were all over the place when you talked to them. Where, where, where were they? You were down in... Uh... Well, Nina Nina is in New York City as we speak, and the rest of the group are in Merida, Yucatan, in Mexico. With no further ado, let's hear from Las Hijas del... R I can't do that rolled R, you know. I... Las Hijas del Rap. <laughs> <laughs> Chicas, las hijas del rap en el casa. In the house. In the house. Yes. Daughters of rap in the house. Welcome. Welcome. I can't even I can't even believe this. It's been like six years. Yeah, since we met, right? Since we met. So first, just introduce yourselves to our international audience and hopefully people in the Yucatan will also be listening in. So I'm Nina Nina, and this is my friend and colleague, Pana. Uh, we're both from Mexico. Pana is from the Yucatan Peninsula, as well as Leona and Sol, who are also our rap uh, colleagues. And I'm from Veracruz, but I've been living in Yucatan for almost 13 years. And Las Hijas del Rap is an all-female, non-binary artivist collective that works with hip-hop um, tools and strategies to transform our societies. You know, la, the Yucatan Peninsula is pretty hot right now. We're going through a lot of struggle when it comes to the defense of the territory, the Mayan train, um, you know, several neoliberal projects that are affecting our lives. Asiga del Rap has this beautiful way of showing the world what's going on in our territories because living in the south of Mexico is a whole different experience than living in the north, in Mexico City, in a different place, right? So in Asiga del Rap, we're trying to show with our political conscious lyrics what's going on in our world but also at the same time making people dance with our Caribbean Latin rhythms. You know, we're talking about defending the water with merengue, with cumbiaton, with dembao, you know, these rhythms that are also very close to our hearts because we grew up listening to them. Pana, do you want to add something? I am Pana Mulisha. I don't speak very well English, but I'm trying. <laughs> How did it all start? How did Las Hijas start? ¿Cómo comenzó Las Hijas del Rap? Eh, todo empezó con la iniciativa de 13 mujeres. It all started eh, with the will and power of 13 women who were trying to have their own spaces in the hip hop community. Eh, un acto de rebeldía porque todas y de resistencia porque todas tenían el sueño de poder cantar, rapear en 
en los espacios de hip hop donde estaba dominado This is an act of rebellion and resistance because as you guys know um, there's no space for women, children, neither LGBT community in the hip hop male dominated areas. So this was an act of rebellion because of since the beginning women have been in the hip hop culture for years like for, since ever. So this was our way of making people know and notice that we're still here and that we're like contributing to the culture yet. Las Hijas del Rap started by the end of 2015 and in the beginning of 2016 it was already like trying to have its own shape and I believe it's Sol, the one who met you back in the University of Yucatan in University in the Autonomous University of Yucatan. That's right. It was. It's insane because it really feels like I've known you for so much longer. She saw your performance, your presentation And she like clicked with you and she told you about Las Hijas. And Sol is basically the godmother of this relationship between Las Hijas and Mugwe, because Mugwe has been a very important figure in our career. Hola, yo soy Sol. Eh, me conocen como Big Ear Sol, Big Ear de porque bailo breaking, break dance. Entonces me dicen break gear. Um, so this is Sol, Big Girl Sol. Her nickname comes because she's a big girl. She's been doing breakings for a long time, way before Las Hijas del Rap. She's a break dancer. In the Yucatan, they call it breaking. She started accompanying Las Hijas through her dance, but on the way she got motivated to start rapping. She's been rapping for not a long time, but this is a new way for her to keep nurturing herself with the hip-hop culture and also being able to create new worlds and utopias through our lyrics and our music. And that's something that gives her hope in this context. It's very interesting to see the translation of these subcultures from, you know, African-American hip-hop and stuff like that. And it, I was just fascinated to see that in the Yucatan when I first met you. I was like, wow, this genre has taken on a new life. It's a Yucateca style <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> It's the tropicalization of hip-hop also. Like every territory adapts hip-hop through their necessities. And it was our necessity to speak through our own language, right? We love boom baps, of course, but we also add these Latin flavors, Latin Caribbean rhythms that, as I told you, are close to our heart and are also a way of resistance because historically, these rhythms have also been a way of how people and communities share their pain, their stories, their joys. So it completely makes sense that we are like fusioning these styles together. music from the beginning was this, a music of resistance. That was clear to me. Even though when I first met you, I didn't speak any Spanish at all. I speak a little bit more, but you know, I'm trying. <laughs> so let's introduce Leona, the lioness. Leona, ¿te puedes presentar? Yo soy desde el día uno en las hijas de rap. Desde antes que existamos nosotras cuatro. Eh, he visto como algunas personas se han ido, otras se han quedado, otras se han 
integrado a la colectiva. It's like a matter of community. Uh, we believe that Las Hijas del Rap is not only music, it's also a community project. So we do a lot of activism, artivism. Uh, in different communities, we have this uh, hip hop festival called Festivalito Hip Hop that is for kids to get closer to the social struggles that we go in Yucatan, uh, but through hip hop, right? So we decided to take a break from community work and started working on our album that is called Shek del Sabor. Shek is a Mayan word that means mix. So the album means mix of flavor. Basically, this album has three roots. One root is the party, because we love the streets, we love to party. We believe it's also a political way to approach people and to share our message, because it's not the same to talk about pain crying than to talk about pain dancing. You know, it's a way of how we get liberated. That's one root. Of <laughs> You're in New York City, babe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Then our second root is the South. Because we are from the South, we are very close to what happens in here, of course. I saw Leona Pana there from here, right? They're from this amazing sacred territory. And they've been watching how it has changed over the years. And me, I come from Veracruz, which is also a state that has been taken over drug lords, taken by politicals who don't care about the territory. So I've been through a different kind of struggle that I see Yucatan is going through now. So of course I identify with what's going on. And the third route is the Caribbean rhythms, the Latin rhythms, the way we share things because we are sarcastic, you know, we, we make fun of the system. We're not just complaining, we're doing a satire, you know, we're like, changing the language. It's very hard even to translate our own lyrics because the words that we use are very like slang. It has its own meaning. Can you give me an example of that? So for example, we have this song that talks about masturbation, right? <laughs> We're doing this play of words that's related to to food, to nature, how our body shakes, how, you know, like, and that's a, a cosmovision of not the regular, like, sexuality that media portrays of women and LGBT people, but it's our own way of appropriating our sexuality. So we create our own language, our own play of words. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> that's called La Cumbia Que Sana, the cumbia that kills. Yes, the cumbia that kills, right. That's amazing. <laughs> What are you hoping will happen with this particular album? Let me ask Pana. Pregunta Mugwe. 
¿Qué esperamos que suceda con este álbum, álbum en particular? Pues que mueva corazones, que pase fronteras, que se reparta por el mundo. Sopana says that she wants this album to move eh, hearts, to erase eh, borders, to share our flavors, to touch people's hearts, to make people feel good, to move consciousnesses, bodies, spirits, resistances. Sol, ¿tú quieres eh, agregar algo? También aprender de, de rap, ¿no? De sus historias. Y así fue como me fui adentrando a escribir con, con ellas. ellas. Sol says that it is important to her pues that there's a register, a cultural register that pues, we exist, that we are the voices of the South, that our context is valid and that we can change it through our music and that also that other cultures can listen to this album and feel related to this because the situation that we're going through is not particular. I, we believe that a lot of communities are going through the same stuff that we are dealing with. So, yeah, that's what Sol pointed out. Thank you, Sol. Gracias, Sol. Mm. What are the things exactly that you're going through specifically in the Yucatan? I'm going to start and my friends can add up. Uh, first of all, LGBT rights are not recognized yet. Um, we have this ultra-right government running the government of Yucatan right now. So trans rights, LGBT rights are not here yet. So we've been fighting for years. Also, there's been a lot of struggles when it comes to feminist advocates. We've been asking for our rights to be recognized, but it's been years. And especially in the Yucatan Peninsula, we have this thing that People say that women are safer on the streets than, than in their houses because a lot of the violence happens inside the house. And, and it's like something that it's in a way invisible because people will say like, oh, come on, like you're not getting killed on the streets, but you're getting raped at home, you know, <laughs> or you're getting killed at home by the people who are supposed to take care of you. And of course, the neoliberal projects that are affecting the community, the Mayan community, the territory, the water, the pollution, etc., Some right party politicians are pushing their agenda without asking the Mayan communities what they want, what they need. And it's a thing about making money and not a thing about caring for nature and these territories that have been taken care by Mayan people. So Mayan people are not looking for money. They're not looking for fame or the politics. They just want to have clean water. They just want to have their jungle, you know? That's a bit, but my friends can add up to this conversation. Pues que mueva corazones, que pase fronteras, que se reparta por el mundo un poquito. Pana also sabor. added that Yucatan eh, has been going through this que, colonialism que forever. And that's also a way of how the system has been trying to erase the roots of Yucatan, uh, making people believe that we're all mixed race. Um, if and we're not right. So also for people that are listening from the states or from other parts of the world, just like um, letting you giving you a little bit of context. In the U.S., racism operated as segregation. You know, like you would have schools or or bathrooms for black people and for white people, right? But in Mexico and in Latin America in general, it operated differently. Racism was more about mixing, you know, like trying to make people believe that we're all mixed and trying to whitewash the culture. It's always about trying to take out the blackness, take out the indigenous roots and always trying to be white, whitewashing our ideas, whitewashing our roots, whitewashing how we react to everything. 
Yo quería agregar que también hemos, a lo largo de la historia en Yucatán, vivido el colonialismo que ha tratado de invisibilizar nuestra raíz. And also Panawan to add up that in Yucatan there's this speech of silence uh, or this speech of fake peace. They will tell you that this is the safest city in Mexico, but truly who's, who is safe in here? And it's not the Mayans, it's not the women, it's not the children, it's not the LGBT community. They're always being harassed by the police, they're always being harassed by the government. So, yeah, we're talking about peace, but peace for who? I remember you all being very political. But it's so interesting how you translate that into your music. You're performing a kind of liberating narrative for your community. And I always found that quite fascinating. With the launching of Sheikh del Sabor, we have big expectations. And of course, we know we're not alone. It's we're accompanied by the people and the struggles who come behind us and next to us. And it's not just about the joyful and pleasureness of the album, but it's also about in, like making people uncomfortable and making people reflect on these societies. We make revolution through our feelings, through our voices, through our sounds, and through the different ways of how we project music. You know, Mugwe, I was also thinking about uh, Outkast. You know, Outkast is this amazing hip hop group from the south of the U.S. And when they came forward to the scene, like people were like, basically harassing them. <laughs> and I think that la, I identify a lot with that because Las Hijas del Rap, since the beginning, we have been attacked because we have this peace speech, like real peace, you know, like no more violence in our community. And this is very dangerous. That's why people like started attacking this project because they knew how powerful it is from the beginning. And we've, we're here after eight years. We're here. We're stronger than ever. We have our album, you know, where big things are coming up. We're going to start our tour, our concerts. So, yeah, like for everybody who has a project that's being attacked by conservative people, by right party people, just letting you know that you're doing things right. That's the right way, y'all. I really wanted to bring you onto the show because you all are amazing. You know, there's no other band like you. In America, we've got Hispanic Heritage Month, and that means so many different things. And so I just really wanted to show that Latino women, whatever the labels that are given to women from the Global South or from Mexico, are a force to be reckoned with. And I just wanted to introduce you now that you're sort of edging your way into New York City to share your new album. When does it come out? So our album is already in, on, in Spotify and in YouTube. You can check out our first two singles. Thank you so much, Mugwe, for your platform, for sharing music with us, for pushing our careers, for helping us out, and also for being together. Because as you guys don't know, but Mugwe was part of our last video. She's in the video of Cumbia Quesana because we want to acknowledge how much she has done for us and how important she is for the collective. So thank you, Mugwe. You know you're in our hearts forever. Adios, mi amor. Adios, amor. Mamita. Thank you so much, Mugwe. We love you. And thank you, everybody, enough for listening. We love you. 
Bye, bye. Adiós, amor. <risa> bye, mamita. <risa> 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 Well, there it was, Macquai's interview with the ladies from Yucatan. My God, Macquai, did you have enough fun with that? <laughs> too much. I love it. Too much fun. Oh, my goodness. I love those girls. They are my daughters. I love them. <laughs> you do that very well. Oh. I'm kind of scared of you. <laughs> good, good. Rapisimo. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed another edition of Planet Afropop. On our next program, we're going to be interviewing the musician, political activist and would-be president of Uganda, Bobby Wine. It's an amazing interview and his music is terrific. So stay tuned for that. We'll go out today with a track from the newest album by Bambino, the awesome guitar singer-songwriter from Niger. The album is Sahel and it rocks. Be sure to tune in to Afropop Worldwide on your public radio station as Hispanic Heritage Month continues on the airwaves. Planet Afropop is a production of World Music Productions. Support for Planet Afropop comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. Our co-founder and executive producer is Sean Barlow. And our lead podcast producer is Banning Air. Our chief audio engineer is Michael Jones. And additional engineering for this edition was by Banning Air at Lion Song Studio in Middletown, Connecticut. Our co-host and director of development is Mukwe Wabei Siyolwe. Our director of new media is Savion Biggs. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. I'm Josh Codine. And I'm Banning Air. And I'm Mukwai Wabesi Olway. Until next time, Musi Alefo. Au revoir. Kamben Sony. And as we say in Africa, Abyssinia. Oh. <laughs> and I'll eat the opium. <laughs> <laughs>